shall we read, uh, shall we go to the book of Acts, Acts chapter number two? Yeah. From verse 17 to 21. You can put for me in the NIV. Yes, you can use the NIV versions uh, with all the scriptures that I will pronounce. Acts chapter 2 from verse 17 to, to 20. In the last days, God says, I will pour out my spirit on all people. Your sons and daughters will prophesy. Your young men will see visions. Your old men will dream dreams. Even on my servants, both men and women, I will pour out my spirit in those days and they will prophesy. I will show wonders in the heaven above and signs on the earth below, blood and fire and billows of smoke. The sun will be turned to darkness and the moon to blood before the coming of the great and glorious day of the Lord. Amen. Amen. Shall we also open Second Timothy 3, verse 5. Second Timothy 3, verse 5. Having a form of godliness, but denying its power, have nothing to do with them. Amen. Heavenly Father, we thank you this morning. Holy Spirit, I pray you will speak to us. You will have your way in this place. I surrender myself to you, O God. I thank you, Heavenly Father. I pray that you will speak a word into our lives. I pray that you will speak a message upon our lives. Heavenly Lord, we give you all the praise. We give you all the glory. We thank you for your manifest presence. We thank you for your goodness. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen. Amen. I greet you once again in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. And the pastor sends you greetings. This weekend he's preaching in the UK, in Nottingham. So he was invited for a, a conference. It's an interdenominational group. So he has been preaching there since Friday. Amen. Amen. So I'm going to speak the message for today. And uh, you can title it, The Manifestations of the Holy Spirit. Oh, I'm talking about the, man, the manifest presence of God. I'm talking about the manifestations of the presence of God or the manifestations of the Holy Spirit. There are different dimensions and different levels that you can talk about the manifestations of the presence of God or of the Holy Spirit. And I'm going to talk about one of those areas. And uh, you know, it's important for us as church that some of, sometimes if you are not taught about these things, if somebody doesn't share to you, you, you don't understand what is happening, even as a child of God, you don't understand sometimes the things that are going through your life. I remember when I was about uh, 15 years or so, or 16 years, you know, I could have started praying in tongues that time. When I was praying, when I would be praying alone, you know, I could feel that something is about to happen or something is going to happen to my tongue. And then because I felt something, you know, it was the presence of God, but I didn't know what was happening. So then I would shut down. Then I stop the prayer. When I know something is about to happen, then I just stop it. Because I didn't understand and I was afraid to go further, to, you know, to explore. And yet that was like the, how the Holy Spirit was wanted, which I would have been praying already in tongues. But then I got to now understand it later on and I started praying in tongues when I was now about maybe what, 18, 19, that's when I now got to fully understand how also God manifests his presence. Amen? Amen. So, so, so there are three types of the presence of God. There is the omnipresence of God. You know that God is present everywhere. How many know that 
that anywhere you can go everywhere, God is present everywhere. He is one, but God is present everywhere. That you can, that's why the psalmist can say you cannot hide from God, whether from any corner or what. You may think you are doing something in a secret place or what, but God sees because God is everywhere. How many know that, that God is everywhere? That's why we say he is an omnipresent God. Then there is the indwelling presence of God, where God dwells in us when we receive salvation, we receive the presence of God. Then God dwells within us. You know, you say the word of God says, we are the temple of the Holy Spirit, and God's presence resides in us. Then there is the manifest presence of God, which is a different dimension, where God manifests himself. Where the presence of God manifests himself. And because the man, no, no man, we are, we are body, soul, and spirit. And when God touches your life, when the presence of God comes, when the presence, when that manifest presence of God, it affects both, you know, everything within you, your soul, your body, and your spirit. So the presence of God does not only affect your spirit, it also affects even the physical. So that's why when you become a child of God, you cannot say, this part of my life, I surrender to God, but this part, I don't. You cannot keep saying, you know, I'm a child of God, but then, you know, I will sin and I will repent. You are the temple of the Holy Spirit. You cannot say, I'm now, I can go on committing fornication, all kinds of things, but, you know, and then I come back, but you, everything, it affects everything. God touches everything, all your life. He touches your body, he touches your soul, he touches your spirit. So what I'm going to talk about is the physical manifestations of the Holy Spirit. It is important for us as church to understand these things. Because many a times, even, you know, that's why, you know, people try to shut it down. Even some churches, even some, you know, people try to shut it down. They don't want to go further. That's why I, I was really blessed when my brother was praying here, when he was talking on the open, he said, the angels are here. That is the manifest presence. He understands. You could feel it. You could feel it that the angels are here. That's why, you know, you know, he was not just saying, talking just from nowhere that the angels are here. It's because he is understanding and he could pick that there is a manifest presence of God. And when the angels are there, they are sent to minister in spirits, sent to minister things to us. Hallelujah. And we might be worshipping, we might be, that's why it's important for you when you worship, when you pray, do all things wholeheartedly. And they, they are sent for the specific things, for specific times, for specific seasons. Some will be receiving healings. Some will be receiving, you know, all kinds of breakthroughs. You will not begin, oh, next week, maybe you have been struggling with an example, something, and suddenly there is a breakthrough because you have received something. Amen. Some are receiving emotional healing. So when the presence of God comes, He touches our lives. It touches every area of our lives. Our physical bodies, that's why even we receive healing of the physical bodies. And even when you look in the Bible, all the miracles that were done from our Lord Jesus Christ, even the prophets of old, even in Acts, many kinds of miracles happened. That was the manifest presence of God, God showing himself, and God healing, doing miracles. Amen. And even nowadays, miracles are happening. In the Bible, I've not read anywhere where it says somebody was healed of cancer. But cancer is being healed. Some people are being healed of HIV AIDS. People are being healed of headache, migraines. People are being healed and delivered from depression. People are being healed, emotional problems. God can deliver. Hallelujah. 
And that is the manifest presence of God when he decides to manifest. And it's important for us as a church to understand, you know, the manifestations of the presence of God. We have been learning even from Feast of Grace and before about the power of God. And, you know, so in Acts, when, when, they, when the Holy Spirit came, he came again with the physical manifestations of the presence of God. You know, there was a noise. There was a, there, you know, that's why, you know, they were saying the people around, they wanted to, were wondering what is happening in the upper room because something manifested. Hallelujah. If there was, everything was just quiet or what, it wouldn't have been so much of a news. That's why now Peter, when I now read it, you have to stood up to say, this is that which was spoken by the prophet Joel, that in the last days I will pour out my spirit upon all flesh. That I will, there will be an outpouring. And we are in the last days. Hallelujah. We are in the last days and we need that outpouring of the Spirit. We need that outpouring of the Spirit. There are many things that will happen when the presence of God manifested in the Bible. And I'm going to give examples. I'm going to talk about some things which we see in the Bible when the Holy Spirit manifested. Amen. Amen. So these manifestations, they are human reactions to encountering God's immediate presence. So I'm talking about the physical manifestations of the Holy Spirit, which are our, it's our human way of reacting to the presence of God. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. It's our human way. That's why I say man is so body and spirit, but you find that when the manifest presence comes, sometimes you experience it even in your body, you experience it in your emotions are touched. Everything about you is touched. Amen. And there is a reason and a purpose why God touches your life in that way. Amen. Amen. So it's a response, it's our physical and emotional response, you know, to the spirit, to the activities of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. So people react, you know, to the presence of God in the same way. Say if you touch an electricity wire, what happens? If you touch an electricity wire, what happens? If you know there is a shock. There's a shock. Some people even can die if they, you know, it's too much. Amen. No. That is the same way when God touches, when the presence touches us, sometimes we react it's like an electric shock. And people have experienced different kinds of things. They have experienced all kinds of things, you know, which are the manifest presence of God, which are physical manifestations of the presence of God. And it's important for you as a child of God to know and to understand that these things happen, not to shut them down. Not to shut them down. You know what I'm saying? They say, Timothy, Paul was saying to Timothy that having a form of godliness but denying the power. And we have it many days these days. We have it many churches or many congregations, even in places where the presence of God is not recognized at all. And people, but people want to walk righteous, they want to appear spiritual, they want to be, you know, we are the holy ones, we are the. But you don't even acknowledge the presence of God. You don't even feel the presence of God. When the presence of God moves, you know, some people are like spectators. They are just watching there. They don't even desire, they are not even hungry about it. Because all you just want is to just have a form of godliness, but denying the power. Let it not be so for us. Amen. Amen. Let it not be so in your life, in my life. Hallelujah. Let it not be so in AGP. Hallelujah. We cannot have a form of godliness, but denying the power of God. Hallelujah. God must have his way. The Holy Spirit must move in this place. Amen. Amen. You know, so these physical manifestations, they okay when God increases the release of his manifest presence. So when there is this, the increase in the release of the manifest, this manifest presence of God, 
That's when we see these physical manifestations happening. Amen. And they happen also as a result. At times, you know, it says that when we are seeking God more, or times even when you are contemplating your life, there are moments say when you are praying and fasting, or even as a as a corporate, you know, as a church, we are doing corporate prayer and fasting. You will notice that God's presence manifests easily. That you 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 can come into a prayer meeting, you can come into a church and just begin to feel that there is a presence, that there is something is different. You can walk into two different churches and you can walk, you can walk into a dry place and dry, and you can see that here there is no presence of God. Even if somebody is like no preaches or do what, but you can see that there is no presence of God. And you can walk into a place and you will see, you can feel it. What is that? Because you know, you as a as a as a person, as a human being, made in the in the in the in the in the we were made in God's form. You know, your soul, spirit, body, your emotions even begin to react. You can sense that there is a certain presence of God in this place, in this area where I am right now. Amen. Amen. And we need to have that. We have our senses, you know, to be sensitive to the move of God. You to be sensitive. So sometimes when there's that manifest presence of God, even do you need to have a hunger, a yearning to say, God, I, I, I just want to feel you. I just want to have more of you. I just want to know you better. I just want to have an experience with you. Because it's important. Those experiences, they help us in our lives. They help us in our lives. At times there are moments, even as a child of God, you feel tired. You feel tired even of moving on with this life. You feel tired, you just say no strength, but when you remember, when you know, oh, but God touched my life, God did this, it, it makes you, you know, it brings you back to say, no, God, but I just need you, I need you once again. That's why they sing, another touch, I need your touch once again. That is the touch, that is the, the manifest presence of God, because you have the indwelling presence within you. But at times, there are moments even when things are hard and it feels like, you know, it's things are pressing you. Hardly pressing on you. But when the manifest presence of God is when we experience this physical manifestation, it's like we are overwhelmed by the presence of God. We are overcome by the presence of God. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. You know, have you ever been prayed for and then you feel this light headedness and you just fall down? Because you are overwhelmed and then you feel so light headed that you can't keep standing and you just fall down on your back. It's because you are experiencing this manifest, manifest presence of God and it even shows in your physical body. You just fall down, you just can't keep standing. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. So many things can happen. You know, people can fall, people can start laughing, people can start jumping, people can start clapping. Have you ever wondered why somebody just starts, like I noticed, to, I made because I was going to preach about this, I was just observing, I could see uh, one sister who was actually there, the way she was just clapping her hands in the workers' meeting. It was just something different, which I, you could feel that, you know, this person is, is in another realm of her own. Because she's experiencing that mantle. Though we clap naturally, but there's a moment you just when you feel the presence of God. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. That is the manifest presence of God, the physical manifestations of God. Amen. So when God touches the natural world, there is often there is, there is often a reaction that is super. Amen. That is above nature. That is supernatural. Amen. Even when heaven touches earth, if we will look in the word of God, even like oh, when, when, when Paul, Paul, Paul and when Silas were in the prison and they started praising, and when God came down and the presence came down, he said, he said it was like an earthquake happening. An, an earthquake happening. When you look at the day of Pentecost, it that, you know, there was a shaking, a rumbling, even earth response. 
Amen. In the book of Exodus, you know when Moses was given the commandment, Exodus 19 verse 15 to 25, you know it affected even the earth. Amen. So sometimes the, the presence of God is like that. Amen. There is a reaction. So it is in our lives that when the presence of God comes, it's all, it only doesn't end in the spiritual, but it also affects even our physical nature. Amen. And those are the manifestations, those are one dimension of the manifestations of the presence of God. Amen. Now, now one, the, verse 5 says, The mountains quake before him, and the hills melt. The land rises up before him, the earth and everything that dwells on it. Amen. And in Exodus 19, 18, where I was just quoting about, it says, Now Mount Sinai was completely covered in smoke because the Lord had descended upon it in fire. And the smoke ascended like the smoke of a furnace. And the whole mountain shook violently. Amen. Amen. And at the day of Pentecost, it is certain that there was physical manifestations. Amen. That the presence of God, the manifest presence of God, the Holy Spirit came down and it also even manifested in the physical. It says that there were like tongues as of fire that were resting upon them. Amen. It shook the place. And, and why do we have this phenomenon? And why do these things happen? Amen. These things happen, like I was saying, that you know, at times there are moments where we have this great intimacy with God. You are just seeking God. You are just feel, we are just moved to see God in a greater dimension. Sometimes it's even God who makes you, who causes you to hunger, to go further. You just feel like, at times you, know, you just wake up for one week, it can start like a week or a few days, you just feel like praying and fasting. And it just continues, it just continues. It's like some, some, sometimes God says a moment, a divine visitation. And he sets you into that a season of just that moment, those moments of great intimacy with God. And you find it will not just end with only your praying, your natural praying and talking. Things happen. The physical manifestations of the spirit happen, can happen like here in a congregation, and they can also happen in your own individual life, in your own closet, in your own in your own home, in your house, even in your bike, even when you are driving. There are sometimes when I'm driving, when I'm coming back from work, and I'm praying and I'm crying, and still I can still drive, and, I, and and you know I'm talking to God, I'm crying and whatever. God's time, God does just touches like that. Amen. Sometimes there's a trigger. Sometimes I'm just listening to a worship song and I begin to worship. And then in the car, I begin to even worship. And I see tears coming out. Sometimes I wonder, oh, what if the person driving next to me? I'm in the traffic jam and I'm crying and I'm, you know, I'm wiping all a tissue all. No. It's the presence of God can manifest in me. And those are things where, where those moments are, are, you know, those, you know, if you have cried, you have laughed, they are, they, more, those things encourage you. They like deep things which encourage you, which encourage you to move on. Like one of my sister was testifying that, you know, I was feeling like I was depressed. I didn't understand what was going on. You know, sometimes there's those moments that when the presence just comes in and you just begin to cry. So some people wonder why, why you are crying, but they're crying. It's a nice, you know, you cry tears come out, but the feeling, the feeling is so great. It's unexplainable. And that's the way the Holy Spirit is doing, working something in you. Maybe it takes out all the tension, 
You find that after that crying wipe, you find you don't feel any more the pain, the hate. You have been going through moments of pain or somebody even saying things that hurt you or you know, you just been going things in life has not been going good, you have been having rough moments, and then the Holy Spirit just comes like that. Amen. And you just weep for a moment. There can be tears of joy. Hallelujah. Tears of joy. So, so, so these things they happen also to to enlarge our spiritual capacity, to enlarge our spiritual capacity. When God is increasing even spiritually, when God is taking you from one level of you know your calling, even your calling, these things happen. If you notice, even when you read the prophets, you read this man in the Bible, they had you know certain things like uh, Daniel. Ezekiel, Jeremiah, Jeremiah, they say he was a weeping prophet, and that's how God would use him. And those are all things, you know, they enlarge your, your spiritual capacity. Sometimes you can be even, you know, like in conferences or in, in church like this, and God can just, you know, touch somebody here. Someone can fall down and even go into a trance, you know, a trance where you're in trance, you, can, you are just like unconscious and lying there, and God can speak even audibly to you. In the whole way, all here. So when the presence comes, the presence can manifest and it deals with people differently. It deals with us differently. If it might be as a calling or something special for you, he can just meet with you and speak with you and give you a word and go, oh, no, think something that will take you to that next level of your calling. Explain things. Sometimes we, have, we experience these things even in dreams. So don't take your dreams lightly. As a child of God, dreams. Sometimes you wonder, oh, how, how come I got into that deep sleep? There's some certain sleep when, when I dream dreams that I know are spiritual. I sleep so much that, you know, I, it's like a very deep sleep where I can't wake up or anything. And then I just have that moment where you see things, you see a picture, things happen. And then when, when I woke up, you, you, you remember it vividly. And you need to have a notebook, take your notebook and write down those things that you have heard, those things that you have seen, or those instructions that you get. Amen. Amen. It's very important. It's God manifesting himself. Amen. Amen. In your life. And as children of God, we know we need to know these things. <coughs> we are bringing the power of Christ to everyday life. And we need to be a people who understand the manifestations of the presence of God. Amen. 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 So sometimes, you know, these manifestations they, they appear as a way when God wants to impart to impart joy, when God wants to impart love. That's where you know you manifest also His presence. That's where you, you, you can laugh. You know it's a laughter. It's a manifestation of the joy of the Lord. Laughter is a manifestation of the joy of the Lord. Psalm Psalm one twenty six verse three. You can go to Psalm one twenty six. I guess it's uh, verse 3 <coughs> or before, verse 2. <coughs> you can start from this one. So, <coughs> when the Lord brought back the, captivity, the captives to Zion, we were like men who dreamed. Our mouths were filled with laughter, our tongues with songs of joy. Then it was said among the nations, the Lord has done great things for them. So it's laughter. Sometimes you have wondered in a meeting or in a somebody can just start laughing continuously. Some people have laughed even like three hours. They can't stop it. The laughter just comes. You know? And God just manifests himself. 
Because there are sometimes, you know, it's just imparting that joy in your life. And the laughter can also be a, a sign of breakthrough. You know, sometimes they've been going through even the hard devil, you've been hard pressing on you. You can be laughing at the devil, even. You can be laughing at oh, that devil in your life. This thing is done in a way I'm healed and delivered. And you can, oh, <laughs> you can start laughing just like the way I'm laughing. <laughs> Hallelujah. <laughs> Can <laughs> Amen. So laughter is one of the physical manifestations of the presence of God. Amen. And the laughter you can feel it comes out of your stomach. It's not only this. It comes out from within your stomach. From within your belly. <laughs> you know the word of God says John 7. <laughs> I don't know, pastor, this one. <laughs> John 7, verse 37 to 30, or 39, says, Out of our bellies shall flow rivers of living waters. It shall flow rivers of living waters out of our belly. For me, when I know, like, I know, like, so people who are called to intercede, who are intercessors, usually they have these manifestations of weeping, laughing. You know, intercessors are called to pray for people. And when, usually when I'm having a breakthrough over something, I know many times, like, even when I call people for altar call, and when I, <coughs> when I pray for someone, I know that when I have the breakthrough, I feel it in my stomach. Even praying for someone, you're casting out a demon, I feel it in my stomach when, they, when the breakthrough happens. I feel it coming out. And at times, even when you have, if you have been interested in prayer for some things, you weep. Weeping. You can weep over, even no weeping can be tears of joy. Sometimes you weep even when you are at the moment of breakthrough and the joy is coming and you weep. And also weeping can be, even you can weep for sin. Sometimes maybe if you've not been living right, and then the, when the presence of God comes, you weep, you cry over that sin. Just like Jesus Christ when he was about to enter Jerusalem. He says when he looked at the city, you weeped over the city. When we looked at the people, they were, they were so ungodly, they were not loving God, you weep over them, you know. So, so intercessors, people work out to cry and pray for people, they weep over situations. You can weep even at times when, you know, maybe a child is very sick or somebody is very sick and you are praying, you are crying, you weep over them and then the breakthrough comes. Then God just decides even to manifest himself like that. Amen. Amen. So it's good. Maybe you, under, you don't understand why you, you, you cry, you know. Someone will say, oh, I just don't know, I'm just crying. Pray. One time the presence just came and... It was one, a, a small girl, and she just started crying. So the mother was so worried. I said, leave her, leave her alone. God is waking in here, just leave her. Because the girl was, she was a teenager, almost 12, 13 years. And the girl just started crying, crying, uncontrollable. The mother was even, then, but she, she was, the presence of God was just upon me, the master's presence of God. Amen. Amen. So sometimes we experience this thing. And sometimes when people are prayed for their fall, because some people wonder, what is their family? You need to understand it. And some people, even when they have the age to fall, they want to keep on tending. So sometimes people fall because God is a, wants to work through them. And when you fall down, you know, God does things. Even some, you know, if you, that's why you let the Holy Spirit, 